Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. From behind the stumps to behind the mic, you're in safe hands. It's Mornings with Ian Smith on ECNZ. Jimi Hendrix there with uh, his version, instrumental version of the Star Spangled Banner, which means it's time for Mount Rushmore, John Day and I. And our subject today uh, is the, the bowlers, the terrific bowlers that have uh, come through and impressed us and uh, really commit uh, them to our memory for various reasons. Uh, so in descending order, 4 three, two, one. I think I'll start today, if that's okay, John. I'm going to go for a guy, and uh, this is a bloke who's no longer with us, passed away uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, with an exceptionally long run-up. He ran in from an angle. Uh, his nickname was uh, a goose because he looked a bit like a goose running in with those long legs and long strides. Um, man, but when he uh, let you have it, he was quicker than a lot of people gave him credit for. A hell of a competitor and a very, very good uh, England captain. And uh, I always talk about uh, when you hear about Pat Cummins being a bowler and a captain. Well, this bloke did it for a long time. Bob Willis. Bowl him. It's all over. And it is one of the most fantastic victories ever known in Test cricket history. Bob Willis, eight wickets, a fabulous performance. England have won this match after one of the most astonishing fightbacks you could ever see. That is uh, quite incredible. 1981 at Headingley, remember that was uh, the Test match dubbed Botham's Test match. Botham turned it around with a bat. Willis finished it off with a ball. Eight wickets. Unbelievable. Yeah, man, I feel out of my depth here, Smithy, because you actually played against and with a lot of these guys. So I've had to kind of move more into this sort of uh, millennia and the 2000s. And my fourth favourite uh, bowler on my Mount Rushmore uh, is a guy who I hated and then just grew to respect, and then uh, just the way he bowled without pace, but just so much control. I'd never seen... Uh, a bowler control the ball like this guy. Very close. It's better than close. It's out. It's what Glenn McGrath does so well. Gets so many balls in the right spot, and that one just nipped back off the seam. No shot from Imran Farhat and the judge LBW. Like you could put a five cent piece down on a pitch or a ten cent piece as it is these days, and he'd hit it six out of six, wouldn't he? And he'd make the ball do different things. 
uh, when he hit that 10 cent piece. I just thought he had the ultimate control and once d- down at Carisbrook as well, Brett Lee was making his debut. He was on the boundary fence and all us students were absolutely giving it to Brett Lee. So then Glenn McGrath uh, swapped positions with Brett Lee. He came down towards us. We started trying to give it to uh, Glenn McGrath. He just pulled the fingers at all of us and told us to shut up, which we did for the rest of the day. So Glenn McGrath, he was uh, just a, he was a bit of a boss cricketer for me, Smithy. So he's on my Mount Rushmore. Ooh, ah, Glenn McGrath. Ooh, ah, Glenn McGrath. <laughs> okay, uh, my next one is uh, an Aussie qu- quick as well. Uh, one of the greatest of all time. Set the tone. Um, I think for fast bowling during his generation, um, uh, the women loved him. Uh, he was debonair, great moustache, uh, and I'll tell you what he did have was a terrific bowling action. Absolutely pure. Uh, Dennis Lilly, fantastic. Australians reverting once more to Dennis Lilly from the Vauxhall end, coming into John Snow, looking for the extra pace here, and getting that through. And Snow's out caught behind. Marsh taking a very comfortable catch. That's the first ball from Dennis Lilly in this new spell. Brilliant commentary. Uh, and that was uh, the brilliant Dennis Lilly. Absolutely outstanding. Lilly and Thompson as a duo. Very fearsome. Love the duos. And my next guy was part of a duo as well. Uh, massive impression on me with when I first started getting into cricket during the 92 World Cup. Uh, he could swing it in the air both ways off a smallish run-up. Uh, one of the best left-arm fast bowlers to ever play the game. He could sometimes get it to swing in and away in the same delivery. Uh, and, of course, was this Pakistani tear-away. Alan Donald has scored just 40 runs in 22 innings. So he's hardly likely to be able to stand up to the... Solo stop from seen from Roger Macroom, who knocks him out of first ball, middle stump. What sensationing bowling by the Pakistani captain. Yeah, Tailenders had no chance against Wazim and Wakar, but just Wazim for me, Smithy. Just that left arm and just such a short run-up, but could do so much with the ball. Uh, quite incredible, I thought. So Wazim Macroom on my Mount Rushmore. He yeah, started his test career in New Zealand in 1985 off a very long run, and as you say, uh, whittled it down to uh, a matter of steps really but it was his fast arm and his ability uh, to make the ball just move so late which made him nigh impossible at times. Uh, my number two will be a lot of people's, New Zealand people's number one of course it is Mr Rhythm and Swing himself. So Richard Hadley must be really licking his lips at the moment looking forward to his 281st wicket in tests. And he's got him right through him, and that makes it six in the second innings. 15 for the match, and New Zealand have won by an innings and 41 runs. A very happy New Zealand team, their first ever victory on Australian uh, soil, and congratulations all around, but to Richard Hadley, really the man who set this victory up. Yeah, quite astonishing uh, bowling figures when they gazumped by uh, his nine wickets, of course, gazumped by Ajaz Patel not that long ago. But uh, that was a performance and a half. He had, as you know, an incredible amount of performance and a half throughout his career. His record is undeniable. Um, that was uh, Ian Chappell sounding not so happy about New Zealand beating Australia for the first time. I think Frank Tyson, uh, Frank Tyson, very very quick bowler in his own right, uh, was the other uh, the English voice that you heard there. So what a Test match! And uh, Sir Richard Hadley certainly. 
uh, and most people's top four. And New Zealand mine's probably the top. Yeah, I just don't have memories of Sir Richard. I feel like I've missed out. I was right on the cusp. I couldn't put him in my top four, but a New Zealand bowler has made number two on my list. And just simply, I'd never seen a New Zealand bowler bowl fast before, uh, let alone bowl fast in swinging Yorkers that terrorised Australians. Uh, so this guy had to be on my top four bowl, fast bowlers, or bowlers in general, that I've ever seen. It's Bolden. That's a cracking Yorker. An express delivery from Bond. And this is a beauty of a delivery. Yorker. This from uh, Shane Bond. Yeah, Bondy just didn't play enough matches, too injured, but great to see him at the Black Clash at the weekend. But imagine if he'd played even 50 tests, Smithy. Like, it would have been in a hell of his career, a hell of a career. So, oh, I just want more Shane Bond, but didn't get enough. But he is number two on my list. Nah. Yeah, and now, of course, uh, making his name as uh, one of the best bowling coaches in the world. Uh, well, this last bloke for me, uh, Whispering Death uh, was his nickname. Um, one of the reasons I put him in is because uh, as a batter, and you have to call him batters these days, uh, you uh, had a lot of time to think about is this amazingly uh, refined athlete loped in towards you. And I call you loped in towards you because he did. Uh, his run-up was exceptional, uh, probably 50-plus metres at times. And so much went through your mind because you knew he was such a competitor. He didn't muck around with slower balls or anything of that nature. Uh, he was uh, really easy on the eye, except if you're at the other end. And his ball too, and Holden's done it surely this time. Out of the ground goes Alan Knox, middle stump. And that has really got to be the end of England here in this fifth test match. That was 14 wickets of the oval for Mikey Holding. Uh, these days, of course, uh, very passionate uh, about uh, racism uh, in sport, etc. Very outspoken, uh, and he does. He wears his heart on his sleeve, uh, and a true gentleman. Mikey Holding. Number one on your list. That's big, ahead of Sir Richard. Mm. So he must have been bloody good. Mm. Number one on my list is another bloody Aussie, and you all know who it is, and you all know this delivery. Shane Warne. Off only two or three paces, he bowls, and Gatting is taken on the pace. Bowled! Well, Gatting's still standing there. He can't believe it, but that must have turned a very long way. We haven't got a view of this, but it took his off stump. Gatting can't believe it. That is Shane Warne's first delivery in a test match in England. He's comprehensively bowled Mike Gatting. And, well, we'll have to wait for a replay, I'm afraid, to, to tell you exactly what happened, but that must have turned an awful long way. Shane Warne, 708 wickets of leg spin beauty smithy and as much as he wanted to hate him, peroxided here and all the confidence in the world, you just couldn't because he had every single batsman bamboozled and all leg spinners now want to be Shane Warne, even still. ...list as well and great to have a, a spinner in the mix, thanks to Jacob for getting those uh, little clips out of commentary uh, of days gone by.